I want you to start prioritizing feeling positive, good emotions now, even if you feel like, oh my gosh, that sounds so hard. A number on the scale is not going to give you the joy and the happiness that you think it is. Unless you're feeling good along the way, you're not going to feel good once you get there, except for as long as that number takes to disappear from the scale. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle. Each week on the Reshape Your Health podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and this week on the Quick Tip episode, I'm talking about weight loss overwhelm. We're going to talk about the two mindset patterns that drive weight loss overwhelm the most, and I'll give you three really practical solutions that you can implement right away to help beat it. So weight loss overwhelm, remember it's an emotion. So we know that emotions are caused by thoughts. The thought drives the emotion, the emotion will drive the action, and the action will drive the result. So if you're feeling the emotion of overwhelm, we have to backtrack and figure out what thoughts are producing that. And in my coaching experience, I've really identified a couple of themes of mindset themes that drive the emotion of overwhelm. And the first is the instant gratification mindset, which can be caused by thoughts such as how much weight have I lost? Why haven't I lost any weight? Why am I not losing more weight? What am I doing wrong? Nothing is ever going to work for me. And I have to really restrict myself or I'm not going to lose any weight. So any attempt at a quick fix to lose weight is also being driven by some thought related to instant gratification. The second mindset theme that I see is the all or nothing mindset and thoughts that are under this category could include, if I can't do it perfectly, why bother doing anything at all? So perfectionists, I'm talking to you right now. If you consider yourself a perfectionist, I'm really going to challenge that mindset and encourage you to soften it because that can actually lead to paralysis by analysis. Sometimes people who are worried about getting it right so often, they keep learning and learning and learning and researching, but they don't actually take the action that's needed to get the results that they want because you're afraid that you're going to do something wrong or you kind of tell yourself, well, if I can't do it right or perfect, I'm not going to do it at all. Another all or all or nothing mindset thought is, Ugh, I already blew it today. I ate that. So just screw it. I'm going to have whatever I want to eat and I'm going to start again on Monday. Any of that start again tomorrow or start again on Monday, chit chat going on up in your head. That is from the all or nothing mindset. Another one is I don't have time right now. So this one's kind of tricky because if you're saying that you don't have time right now to focus on your health, you may be saying subconsciously, I don't have time to do all the things I think I need to do right now. So you're kind of, your subconscious brain is kind of tricking you, making you think that you don't have time to do anything, even though you do. 
you always have time to, to do a little bit. So I don't have time right now can kind of be a sneaky one for the all or nothing mindset. And then in that same vein is I don't have the emotional or mental energy or bandwidth right now that, yeah, I mean, I get, I mean, we've, we've, we're kind of coming out of COVID. We've all really experienced what that feels like, but there are still always little things that we can do to make our health a priority. So here are three solutions that work for both of these mindset patterns. The first is to cultivate um, a mindset practice first thing in the morning. And what I recommend starting with is a really simple mantra that you can maybe write on a post-it and put it on your mirror, or you can put it as your desktop screen, your screensaver, or you can like record an audio note on your phone, a lot of different modes. My favorite is just writing it out on a piece of paper leaving it on my nightstand so that it's easy and obvious to see and get to, and then reading it aloud each day. And so part of what I read each day that you can steal is I prioritize my emotional and physical health every day. I protect my asset and ability to prioritize with margin time to think, listen, learn, play, rest, and sleep. I am loved, worthy, and enough just as I am. So I think that that really speaks to me and my soul and my kind of former perfectionist tendencies. Um, It speaks to my fears. Um, So the more that you can really proactively speak to whatever limiting thoughts you tend to have in the day, like first thing in the morning, and arm yourself with some more positive, productive thoughts the better. That's why I recommend doing it first thing in the morning. It also makes your brain going, you know, it makes your brain look for ways to prove that to yourself. So if you keep telling yourself, I prioritize my emotional and physical health every day, you keep putting that thought in your brain. Eventually the actions are not that aren't congruent with that thought will be brought to your attention. It almost like acts as a highlighter for the actions that are counterproductive to the thoughts that you're telling yourself. So it's a really, really good tool um, is that mindset practice first thing in the morning. So think about what you're thinking about and choose your thoughts wisely because they drive your, they drive your emotions and they drive your actions and they drive your results. Now, the next one comes from the book, the gap and the gain, and that's to measure backwards, not forwards. So perfectionists and achievers, um, high capacity learners, you know, we often tend to measure where we're at now compared with where we want to be or where we think we should be or where we think we should have been by now. And those types of thoughts never feel good. So what's, what's a better strategy here is to measure backwards and measure how far you've come. How much have you learned? How much action have you taken? And the more granular you can get here, the better. So start praising your efforts, efforts for sure. Um, so that you can start feeling better about your progress now, because that goal is always going to be a moving target. You're never going to get there. There's always going to be things to optimize. So measure backwards, not forwards so that you can start feeling those good feeling emotions that you attribute to a certain number on the scale, or that you attribute to better health. Now it is completely against the law of attraction to get a positive outcome with a negative mindset. It's not going to work. You have to start feeling good now. I want you to start prioritizing feeling positive, good emotions now, 
even if you feel like, oh my gosh, that sounds so hard. A number on the scale is not going to give you the joy and the happiness that you think it is. Unless you're feeling good along the way, you're not going to feel good once you get there, except for as long as that number takes to disappear from the scale. Okay. And that kind of takes us into this next one of redefining success. So I really would love to see you focus less on the number on the scale and more about the system that you're using to improve your health. Um, So this comes from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, and he says, focus more on your system and less on your goal. So if success for you has always been, I want to hit a goal weight, then let's redefine that. How about success is showing up for yourself consistently as a person of integrity, doing what you say you're going to do. How about we work on that today? And then we work on it tomorrow and each week. So I really recommend one to three action items each week that you continually recess and progress based on the upcoming week and your progress from the last week. These are really simple tact like action items. They're not, I want to lose a pound this week. You're not in control of that number on the scale, but you are in control of the actions that will facilitate weight loss and better health. So a couple of example action items that I'm actually, I have right now this week is tracking my macronutrients on carb manager. I'm just doing it proactively before the holidays to kind of tighten up my nutrition, really focused on getting enough protein and fiber in my diet. And then the second one is meal prep. So I really want to focus on meal prep during harvest for lunches for my husband, because he is super busy in the combine, doesn't have a lot of time for healthy nutrition unless I prep him lunches. So I just do that for both of us. And then vegetables. I really am focused on getting more non-starchy vegetables in our diet. So I want to prep some of those and be sure that I have them on hand on Sunday so that during the weekday, I can have really healthy fast meals available. Those are my two action items that I'm using and implementing this week to support better health. Um, I'd love to, to, um, learn yours. If you want to share them on Instagram, I'm at Dr. Morgan Nolte. You can always message me on there and reach out with any questions or ideas for podcast episodes that you'd love to see me cover. Um, if you found this one helpful, please share it with a friend and definitely take a moment to leave a rating and review on this podcast. That would mean so much to me. Um, I love making these episodes for you and I hope that you enjoy them. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.